Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Hi. Welcome to Black Ticulate, a podcast series featuring UK young black professionals, where we find out how they do what they do, so you can too, or not. After all, it is your life. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. We are going to be at the Shout Out Live Festival, which is happening next Saturday on August the fifth in Russell Square. The Brilliant Idiots will be headlining the Friend Zone, another round, Melanin Millennials, and mostly Lit. There is going to be other UK podcasters, and they're going to be in the discovery stage. Um, we're going to be having a panel discussion on how to make a podcast successful. So please do visit www.solivefestival.com, and if you scroll to the bottom of the page. You'll see where you can purchase a ticket. You want to go for the general admission pass. There's only eight left, which is thirty-four pounds ninety-nine plus two pounds seventy-five for admin fees. If you use our coupon code BlackTiculate Five, you'll get a five-pound discount on that. Do come. We would love to say hi, shake your hand, give you a hug, show how much we really appreciate you. For just supporting us through and through, and it's going to be a great day out. So, guys, today's episode, oh wow, she is phenomenal. Her name is Shadi Folashadi. <laughs> I'm only saying it like that because my mum is called Folashadi, and she is the managing director of Fresh Strawberries. Fresh Strawberries is an event company. That deals with event marketing, social media management, and video production. And she was so gracious with her time. I met her at Pop Brixton, where she has an office unit there. It was hot to say the least, and so we had to open the windows. So forgive us, because we did try and eliminate the noise as much as possible in post edit, but it still cuts through. But you know how we do. We always try and make sure you can still hear. Quite clearly, the speakers. So Shade tells us how she started. She tells us the mindset that she has and what we ought to have, particularly from a startup perspective. And she also tells us how she got into Google and how she's become one of its vendors. 
so if you are looking to start up your own business, if you are looking to understand the habits and the patterns of a entrepreneur, this episode is for you. So without further ado, I bring to you Shade, Shade Salami. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know what Black Ticulate is, it is a podcast series that features UK young black professionals where we try and find out exactly how they do what it is they do so you can too. And I always have amazing guests, you know, that's because Black Ticulate is all about black excellence. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> and the person who's laughing right now is Shade. How do I say your surname though? Salami. Salami? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's that from? It's, um, I get, well, it's Nigerian, I'm Nigerian. Yeah, because um, my mum's name is Shade as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. No way. Yeah. She must be lovely. <laughs> She's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> all Shade as well. But, um, sorry, where's it from? It's, it's Arabic. It it means peace, essentially. Oh. Yeah. So, the reason why I have you on Black Ticulate is because, actually, we've met several times, but I won't throw you underneath the bus on this occasion. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, Ade, I'll meet so many people. Um, but I say, we work together. Ish. <laughs> um, Shade, what do you do? And yeah, we'll roll from there. Okay, so essentially I run a company called Fresh Strawberry. We do primarily events. We do a little bit of production and we do a bit of social media as well. So Fresh Strawberry has been going for 11 years now. 11 years? Wow. Mm -hmm. It's a long time. Thank you. And for the last six years, we've been working with Google. So we're one of Google UK's official event vendors as well. I have two of my staff that sit in-house. Um, it takes up a lot of our time and doing so many different events we probably do about maybe about roughly about 300 events a year that sort of thing Um, so it's very very busy and then as I said we do a bit of production as well so we've done things like Status London which is a reality TV show well made for YouTube show that we've done back in 2005 that's now actually turned into a podcast that we put out every Wednesday Um, and we've done like a talk show which is time of the month and I feel like there's something else that we've done but I can't remember I feel like you're doing a lot already (laughs) (laughs) event production and social yeah so also as well I run a hair vlog with my niece called Natural Style Story as well Natural Style Story Mm -hmm. a hair vlog yes yes, where do you find all the time Um, do you know what I feel like I can't remember who told me, but I really kind of subscribe to this. But I think if you want something to do, give it to a busy person. Like you can just optimize your time and know how to prioritize. So I guess if you want you just something make it happen. to do, give it to a busy person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have to rewind because, geez, eleven years running. Can you give me the origin story? How this? How it started. Yeah. Um, so, gosh, we looked very different to what we are now. Yeah. So, um, I started with a friend from uni. Who, what did you study? I studied media art and music and sound recording. So, Ooh. I wanted to be a producer, but I wasn't very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm good at mixing, actually. I'm really good at okay. like mixing down tracks and stuff. But um, Or I was, anyway. But... I think at the time, me and my friend, I think it was initially her boyfriend's idea. We used to kind of go out a lot. Right. Like um, clubbing party. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like every day we was out somewhere different. 
And um, we had a knack of like getting people together. We'd have parties that we lived together for a little while. I've seen. Where was this? Um, in Bermondsey at that point. Bermondsey, yeah. southeast. Okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, but we had a knack of bringing people together. If you if you're anything like like we were <laughs> back in the day, um, if you could take a decent picture, then that means you could be a model kind of thing. So oh, okay. initially, <laughs> it was we started out as a modeling agency. And right. we kind of got like all of our pretty friends to be models too, okay. kind of thing. So, so this is you, very... your friend, and her boyfriend. Uh, no, not the boyfriend wasn't involved. Okay. It was just like his idea to say, okay, maybe start a modeling agency. Okay. But at the time, I was working. I think I was working at Screen Nation. Doing, I was an event coordinator uh, or junior event coordinator, working with Charles Thompson, right. who's got an MBE now. And um, so working there, actually, Alexander Mosu was actually like a, um, a sponsor of the company. Also, there was other companies that worked in the same building. So there was Alex and him doing what he's doing. There was a guy called Alf Orgy who run Mobs videos, which was like early YouTube. Okay. Kind of. Uh, mobile video kind of thing before right. that was a thing. And there was Anapix, which was an advertising company, and Screen Asian. Right. So I'm in this little hub, not knowing how to write a single email or anything. Um, How'd you get the job then? <laughs> um, you know, it's actually very interesting because things just happen the way they're supposed to happen. So I actually went to that interview for practice. I wasn't. I didn't actually take it seriously in terms of like. I just thought, okay, I know I need to get a job. Right. I don't really know what I really want to do right now. Do you know what I mean? But it's good to kind of like get my skills up and like try and be better in the interview process. Yeah, I so I went as practice. But then when I was in the interview, I was just like, oh my God, I want this job. I really do. Um, so yeah, and I got the job, which was great. Awesome. So working in that hub of very influential men who had a wealth of knowledge I was just like a sponge I just mm. kind of so- soaked everything up and one of the guys there was just like okay like you're doing this modeling thing but you should really make it official like you know build a business and do this and, and stuff and I, I really didn't know what I was doing yeah. really but I was just like okay cool how do I do that yeah. go here do this no no uh, no let's speak about the house how did oh, you do it so literally <laughs> oh just contacting I think I were like a, a company that works on behalf of company house or something okay. so it's such a long time ago yeah now. no i've heard of that like there are companies that help you start a company mm-hmm. like put your register your company house if you need to trademark so and so they're called like company starter exactly. agencies yeah. aren't they so but it was very cheap i think and this is going back maybe around 20 pound 30 pounds or something it was not Bargain. expensive at all yeah um so i started that with with my friend and then a couple of things happened. Oh, no. I, I decided to come out of Muslim. Okay. Personally, myself. And then also because I just didn't like where the industry was. I didn't like the treatment because we had a lot of black models on our books and I didn't like the, the kind of like treatment of black models. I yeah. didn't like how they were perceived, how they were treated, how they... Um, Can you give me a story? I don't even know if I have one exactly, but just like... I remember we used to have a lot of issues with getting payment kind of thing. So that was like a big deal. And that seems like an ongoing theme. And it kind of made me think, it just highlighted us thinking, I like this world, like in terms of like the creativity of it, Mm. but I don't like 
being in the position I'm in. Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't feel like I had a lot of control. Right. Um, I wasn't making decisions, right, basically. Gotcha. That's, that's my main thing. But then I'd done lots of other things in the meantime. So obviously I'd done Screen Nation, I'd done that event. I, then I was doing like lots of other little events. Then I was styling when the stylist And it's all freelance space or...? Um, or a lot of it was... Via Screen Nation. Oh, this is all different. This is not... Oh, different timings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I was, oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, so like... This is kind of like the early days when I was doing lots of different things. Right, just to try to figure out what you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really important, you know. Like, I think definitely younger people take advantage of that and just try it as much as possible. Like, give it your all, obviously, but just work out what it is that you can do. Especially if you want to work in any kind of media or creative industry, it's such a benefit. Because I'd done that, I was able, like, I know... Some people see this as a disadvantage, but I know a little about a lot of different things. Right, gotcha. Do you know what I mean? And I've definitely worked that to my advantage, you know? So I think it's really important to do that. Um, Do you think that helps if you were to go into, I don't know, a company size, like an enterprise company, a huge company, Mm. being a generalist, for lack of a better term? Um, I think it can only hurt you if you allow it to. Do you know what I mean? Like, you still might be able to find your niche there. Do you know, you might start off as that, but doesn't necessarily mean that's where you're going to end up, right? right okay. So, um, and also as well, I think everyone, I know it sounds a bit blase, but everyone has different roles. Not everybody is supposed to lead in a certain area or do a certain thing. Do you Agreed. know what I mean? You need to find where you fit, basically. How can you find where you fit? Um, <laughs> try things. Yeah, just but, yeah, You really do. And I, I think it is about going off topic a little bit but it is about not compromising okay do you know what I mean like I think that anywhere because I used to temp a lot as well so around this time when the business wasn't necessarily doing so well it wasn't that serious I guess I would subsidize my salary by temping kind of thing so you know maybe do a week here a couple of days here whatever kind of thing just to make sure I've got enough income coming in because it is very tough in the beginning always is isn't it yeah but if I felt like I didn't belong here I'm not going back to the company, especially as black people. That is really important. I think that it can not necessarily, this has happened to me, but I've seen people that where it's affected their mental health. Do you know what I mean? It can affect your progress. It can affect your, like just your general well-being. Your well-being, yeah, um, for sure. Whether you feel like you belong in a company or not. You went into creative subjects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're Niger. Yeah. Let's talk about that conversation. Um, so I guess I, I wasn't at home when I was studying. So okay. I chose to study something that I wanted to do. Right. That was basically it. I, I, do you mind yeah. me asking when you mean you weren't at home? What did I that left mean? home when I was 16. So Okay. Yeah. Like your dad, your parents, yeah. household. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of thing. So I was in hostels, basically fended for myself. So I didn't have that uh, pressure, yeah. to be honest. Um, although... I think my family were just happy that I studied something. Right. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? As long as I got good grades, that was all that matters. And it's actually very interesting because I do feel like education was, it was an anchor for me that definitely kind of kept me from going wayward, I would say. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like if I didn't have that, I guess, uh, I want to say expectation, there 
then maybe I wouldn't have gone down this path, right? right? Do you know what I mean? But that that expectation, like for those that don't know, being in a Nigerian household, that's kind of drilled into you from day one yeah. that you will do this at this age, you will do this. <laughs> do education, you know I mean? education, yeah, permeates throughout. Exactly, like without education, it's it's um, nothing is possible. To be honest, that was what we was taught. Definitely. Yeah. Do you agree with that? No, I don't, don't. actually. Okay. No, I don't. I think that university is great for socialization and I think it's great for like having a network of people if you use it to your advantage, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's necessary. Not if you want to become like an entrepreneur, it's not necessary. Right. So for some people it's actually a waste of time. And I think that there is an elitism when it comes to education right. that kind of puts people you know, in this kind of bubble that because they have these academics, then they're, they're kind of like smarter than other people. And right. it's like, yeah, you might be academically smart, but do you have emotional intelligence? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, are, are you able to read someone? Are mm. you able to read a situation? Yeah. Do you have experience in this field to kind of make the decisions that you're making that's going to affect these people? Do you yeah. know what I mean? I don't think it's necessary. Having an educational degree, like bachelor's, a master's, a PhD, mm. opens doors. It can do. Isn't there a lot of times in applications when one has to fill out a job vacancy, they have to say what their degree is? Yeah, I mean, you know what? To be honest, that's the society that we live in and that's what we're taught. That's the majority of people, yes. So yes, it it does in that sense. However, um, I know some people you know employees at google for example who don't have a degree do you know what i mean they've just got experience kind of thing and sometimes it just doesn't it depends what no i don't know if it depends what field you're going into i I can imagine it does though doesn't the industry like you wouldn't technically Mm. you wouldn't be given opportunities let's say you're going into industries where you need or you require at least seven years of vocational experience I mean like, like if you're being a doctor and, yeah. and stuff yeah then that's something different you know what I mean but like it's a tough I one. just think no I just don't think it's um maybe what I'm focusing on is maybe the creative industries yeah. and being an entrepreneur yeah. I don't think for those industries it's absolutely necessary you know if you want to write then write <laughs> do you know what I mean you don't need an English degree to write no, you know 100% right so um, and I think also as well in this day and age the you know the use of the internet and stuff you'll know quickly you can know if you want to whether you're good or not whether yeah yeah because the marketplace will tell you yeah exactly yeah <laughs> exactly. so Four years, around four years of you doing temporary jobs as well as working for Screen Nations. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So, well, no, no, I wasn't working for Screen Nations the whole time. That okay. was just my first entry point into like ah, the careers. industry, if okay, that makes gotcha. sense. Yeah, kind of thing. But I was doing like lots of different types of roles, if that right. makes sense. So, as I said, like stylist, photographer, assistant, I think I worked with a paparazzi at one point what <laughs> yes. a bit random um but i was just really curious to see okay how does this world work right, right? do you know what I mean? but it was very much in a creative um, industry yeah so, was, mm-hmm. so it seems a pattern yeah right. yeah i had a blog i was like a stylist assistant for italian vogue i gosh we had a column in a magazine called colors with a friend of mine tomorrow here's and, a question then mm-hmm. i've got for you is there any roles that you've ever applied for that you haven't got? Oh, yeah. Of okay, course. loads. Yeah, 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 of course. Had you had a rejection? Well, rejection? But, yeah. Oh, mate, I think, um, I think I'm kind of on to the next, really. Like, you can't dwell on it too much. Right. Like, you really can't. I think it's, um, I think it's a waste of time. 
because it's not meant to be. And so, it's just as simple as that. Yeah. Aren't you allowed to wallow a little bit? I think you self-pity is, is not a good thing. Okay. I really don't think okay. that is. I think if you if you kind of get caught up in there, you're kind of dealing with forces that you can't control. You have no, you have no control over that. Okay. So it's like insanity. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. So I'm getting your history a little bit. From the age of 16, you went into, or you started thinking about a career in the creative field, but you're not too mm-hmm. sure what. And then yeah. you just started putting your hand into everything. Your first venture, you worked within Screen Nation, but mm-hmm. then you started establishing your own modeling agency. And guess yeah. what? You didn't really like that because <laughs> of the way the industry then, and possibly still now, mm-hmm. treats people of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, help me out moving forward from that. So mm-hmm. you parked that agency? No, it was still, this is still all under the fresh strawberry umbrella. Ah. We've just evolved. The company is just evolved. So you're still working with your partner? No. Uh-oh. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> no. That's um, a story there. <laughs> so we decided to go several ways quite early on, actually. Okay. I think by maybe year two. And yeah, kind of thing. Just differences, really. I think we outgrew each other as people okay. as well. So yeah, it just didn't work out. Just didn't really. work out. Yeah. Okay. Then, gosh, I guess, I think, yeah. So managing like brands, I'll say, that was probably the last point before Google, really. Right. So I got to a point where I think this was maybe just after a recession, but things were going 2008. bad. Yeah, it was right. going, oh, no, no, actually, no. It was a little bit later than that. But... um Things weren't going well at all. So maybe 2000, end of 2010. What do you mean? Do you mean financially? Financially, things weren't, yeah, financially, things weren't going well. But at this point, I was working on Fresh full time. Um, But I came to a point where it was just like, no, this is, this is actually too hard now. This is, yeah, like, I'm, you know, not making any money. I'm doing like too much work. I was thinking, I think I was probably feeling a bit of burnout as well. Right. Um, Just been operating at such a, intense level for so long so for you know what do what you know always do when things get hard just go and find a job but I wanted to make sure that I would be working in something that was in my field so it had to be creative had to be around events or something because I was doing quite a few more events at that point in time okay and, and this is you singularly right yeah okay mm-hmm. because your partner you split it in like yeah two years I did ago. have some stuff I had some interns at one point but you know that I think they had whittled out and stuff where I think there was a days so we couldn't really pay people mm. and all that kind of stuff so it was a bit difficult to keep them on board Definitely. um yeah I just decided to look for a job so I had a little strategy so I use read and I use read because it shows you how many people applied for each job um also as well you can see when the job was posted as well so i had my strategy was to only apply for jobs that had under 10 people and i would look at patterns and when they would post a job so you see that recruiters were posting sunday nights was a good time um lunchtime was a good time and end of day was a good time as well right with all that in mind i just applied for i can't even remember i used to have to figure somewhere maybe like 120 jobs in a week or something like that Jeez, so, and also i gave myself a week to find a job as well so i was just like by the end of this week i'm gonna find something um so the idea is when they do post it on read you want to be the first one to, yeah you want to be in the to- first 10 because 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. That's what I, I just assume that's what they're going to look at, right? The recruiters like, look at the first Yeah. Time. I think when you get to like 20, 30, 40, they're not looking anymore. Exactly. If you don't do you know, know your mean? candidates within the first 10 batch, then... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's if they don't have people on the books already. It was just like, nah. <laughs> like, <you laughs> 120 jobs. That you're yeah. So to. I think it was around that figure. I can't remember exactly, but it was it was definitely a lot. But I was, I was really, really completely on it. And I got two interviews... One I went to, they said no. And then the next one, because I didn't know who was interviewing for the next one before. So they had done a telephone interview, it's fine. And then at, I think at the second round, they told me it was Google. It's just like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was for a 10 position doing events, but doing really focusing on small businesses. And since that, all my clients are essentially small businesses, small businesses yeah. do you know what I mean? Like I fit a, a very specific niche. Yeah. Um, so. The last interview, I remember being like very deflated after the interview. Oh. Yeah, because, but the thing is like going into it, I was just saying, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. Like I'm literally just going to be myself because I thought if they, if they don't want me, it's, it's just not going to happen. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Kind of thing. And I thought, because like, it's, it's a lot of pressure, right? I, I mean, that's not essentially... I didn't apply for them, do you know, because I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Had you applied for the role? I mean, I don't think I would at that point in my life. I probably wouldn't have the confidence oh, to. Really? I wouldn't go on the Google site and think, "Oh, let me check for jobs here and try and work here," mm. because I think it's the same issue as I was saying before. I wouldn't expect them to want someone like me, or also as well, like, is my experience relevant? Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, I got a T one, but. Are they looking for people with fires? Like, don't they need right. someone with a masters? Like, do you know what I mean? And that sort of thing. So, that's why I say it doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, really it doesn't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so yeah, felt so deflated. yeah, I felt really then... deflated because I was just, I really couldn't read the interviewer. Right, like I like he's completely blank. Like, and so I was just like, oh, it has to be a no. Then, do you know what I mean? So then when I got yes, like I was just what? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> do you remember the interview? Uh, yeah, I do. Well, I'm not going to say the name. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was working on uh, the partners program, which used to be called Engage, which is working with like uh, agencies 
helping them to well educate them and yeah but in terms of event improve their knowledge about adwords or google products yeah that sort of thing or congratulating them for being part of a campaign or whatever kind of thing and producing uh, results and stuff so yeah it was really cool and yeah it was it was just really cool but when you're at google's attempt you can only work for a certain amount of time so after that time you have to take a break how long is that time 11 months okay yeah yeah i think they say that because if it's a year or longer then they have to officially government wise you have to be on your payroll on the books yes yeah exactly but the team all from the very beginning knew that i had a company so i think after my first break i'd done another 11 months or roundabout and then after that that's when fresh job became a vendor ah, yeah amazing. kind of thing so and that was in 2011 i started right so yeah so six years kind amazing. of thing so now We've been with Google longer than the company's been alive, which is really bizarre. Amazing. <laughs> really Congratulations. Bizarre. Thank so you. That was a journey and a half. Yeah. Wow. And there was a lot of things in between. Okay, so now mm. we're fresh strawberries. Yes. Strawberry. St- oh, apologies. I, do, no. I keep, do I keep on saying plural? I think so. Or is that the first time? <laughs> second. <laughs> in my opinion, yeah, no. second. Apologies. <laughs> fresh okay. strawberry. Yes. Guys, uh, always call me out when needed. Um <laughs> You must have a plethora of people asking you what are your sort of best piece of advice of starting a company like mm. yours and excelling within it or rather at least sustaining it itself. Because you do, you have a team. Yeah. I'm looking at them so, right now and there's at least six people. So no one's in today. And not everyone's so even yeah, in. Yeah, because it's hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we've got a small space. But um, we have nine members of core staff right. and then we've got 15 casual staff. But sorry, so in terms of starting... Yes, let's start with that. I think you just got to do it. I think you just actually, like everything that I've done from an entrepreneur perspective has been trial and error. Right. Like I didn't go to like seminars. I didn't go to like these gurus, whatever kind of thing. I literally just done it. And most of it was out of necessity in terms of like, okay, I need to pay my rent. So I need to book this job and I need to do this now (laughs) kind of thing. So it's just, I think if you've got that and you've got, especially people dealing with any type of adversity and stuff, um, I guess like I was, that is the most powerful thing I think that if you have that then use that and have it to drive you because it can really help with your vision and your focus do you ever speak about the adversity that you've had the reason I ask is that I'm wondering whether or not that makes a great entrepreneur in of itself does it I I mean okay for me personally like uh growing up was very difficult I grew up with my dad and my stepmother me and my stepmother didn't really get on kind of thing but it was like more than that it was a very abusive relationship which um pushed me to leave when I was 16 my dad died when I was 17 and actually watched him die as well kind of thing with me my stepsister we tried to resuscitate him but he didn't come around um so that has a big impact you know like it was tough. It was really, really tough. And then being in the hostel system, I was there from 16 to, I got my flat at 19. Like, literally, it's basically a boarding school with no rules and no school. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's very... No school. <laughs> so you can do any and everything. And when you're in a hostel system, like you're almost like invisible homeless, right? So right. you're not really, I don't know how it is now, but back then, you know, your numbers don't really count because you're not sleeping rough. The government do provide, 
but there's certain things that have to be in place. So, for example, your parents will have to say, like officially in a letter, say that you are estranged from home in order for you to get any sort of benefits. Now, coming from a Nigerian household, it's just never going to happen. Mm. Like my parents are never going to officially say in any sort of way that yeah, I don't live sure. here anymore. But just because of, you know, the... Uh, the I tradition guess, yeah do you know what i mean you know neighbors yeah yeah what, kind of thing how you perceived so for a long time i couldn't get any benefits i couldn't get any money or anything like that so it was very difficult so i had to kind of um had to do hair actually i think that was probably one of my first businesses oh, really? actually like um it's around <laughs> showing my age again around the time of r kelly i think or maybe before that slightly before that guys wanted their hair plaited so See. five pound a head yeah exactly so i used to have to try and make money whichever way i could really yeah. do you know what i mean and be really economical but that was i guess in a sense there was that determination to survive and i think like if you apply that to business and definitely that yeah, you can see that with fresh strawberry. It's about adapting and surviving Being the way giant. that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, okay, when modeling wasn't working out, we adapted into something else and adapted into branding, events. Do you know what I mean? Kind yeah. of thing. Like, um, any business in this day and age, you need to be, you do need to be agile. You need to be able to move with the times. Like, yeah. definitely. It's apparently, even just from your story, how you are very, you've got a great survival instinct. I think so. <laughs> right. I mean, well, you are right now. So. In, in accordance to what, I, what I've what i gathered. Mm. Forgive me. I hope I'm not too far in saying that. No, 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 uh, no, no. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard sometimes to see myself like that, I guess. But, yeah. um, I mean, we're here. And, you, and you're <laughs> killing it. So, yes. Yeah, so, we went back to the essentials, having grit, having the notion of knowing that things aren't always going to be smooth sailing. In mm-hmm. fact, it's a fallacy to think otherwise. Yeah. Exactly. And it's about just being adaptable and, and being agile. Yeah. Now, the question, and I think I moved forward from that, was not only the best piece of advice, but how do you so, start growing? So the thing is, I think it's like your people. I think before, actually, after after like Screen Nation time, so my, my timeline is a bit hazy, no, it's all but um, I had a big client then, Sleek Hair. So that gave me the ability to not work anywhere else as well kind of thing so um and that was quite early on and that was that was did you get sleek hair so because i worked on screen nation they were a sponsor but they previously had sponsored i think they either previously sponsored didn't have a great experience but then they sponsored this time they had a wonderful experience kind of thing so always do a good job right (laughs) um, (laughs) that's one key takeaway just a good job (laughs) So I think they must have approached me um, and they said they were doing this campaign and they needed someone to um, head it up. They gave me some paperwork and it was just like come up with a strategy kind of thing, which at that point I'd never done those things before. I was working with someone at that point in time who did help me with it, but then I had to attend the meeting by myself. It was just insane. Like, it was just so overwhelming. You and how many people in the room? Yeah, like, there was literally, like, six other people. Yeah, and I'd (laughs) never done anything like this before in my life. Like, seriously, never. And didn't really know what I was saying. I just didn't know. (laughs) I just thought, 
try a thing, innit? Yeah, simple as. <laughs> but, you know, I was able to do a good job, which right. is great. Yeah. <laughs> and I do have to thank Sleep because that was a big breakthrough. And also as well, that really helped with transitioning from modelling, right? So I could still give the girls jobs, mm. um, but not the same type of jobs. So it was like event based jobs kind right, of thing gotcha. yeah so so being ho- hostesses and whatnot yeah, yeah yeah exactly kind of thing so at that point I literally I think that was the, probably the first time I'd hired right um but I did keep it a family I hired my brother at that point in time and right. he got a wage and he came to the office and <laughs> all that kind of stuff well, I love that. um what was his role he was was Just he doing chief marketing? I'll go from the top. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing something along the words of marketing. Okay. I think he designed one of our first logos and stuff and oh, nice. yeah, looked at our systems and things like that. So yeah, that was good. But then moving forward, like I like I said, I've had interns before. I think if you don't have a lot of money, you're not very profitable at the beginning. Like interns are great, but just making sure that you give them value, right? Yeah. So um for example, like know your system teach them your system or like make sure that um they have real hands-on experience in terms of what the project is so like get an intern to kind of like run and get you coffee that's just like no no big no no yeah they have to get something of value out of it but also know the value i think i i get a lot of like friends in business or just like oh but you know i can't do this and i can't i can't pay them or i can only give them travel and stuff just like as long as you're giving value then do you know what I mean? They've got to learn somewhere, right? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So if you need the help right now, then then use them. There's so many people out there that do want the experience. How'd you find them? God's word of mouth, word of mouth like yeah. mainly word of mouth. I think as we've grown, like where we are today, we've used recruitment agencies, probably wouldn't go there again, to okay. be honest. Or just on job sites and yeah, stuff and things yeah, like fair. that. There's okay. different networks and things that you can use depending on what type of person you're looking for. I think like now, although it does sound really wishy-washy, I don't think we interview anyone that's not uh, doesn't fit the criteria in terms of qualification. But really and truly, it's about vibe. Do you fit in our company? Yeah, Do you cultural know what I mean? vibe, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it is, which is very difficult. Like an interview is a very artificial situation it is. anyway. Yeah. Like I it is. and the thing is you have to make such big decisions, especially if you're for a small company, based on what, forty five minutes? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe two sets of forty five like ninety minutes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The artificial and the pressure on either side really mm. and truly to make it right. Yeah. Uh, do you have like a trial periods? We do three months probation, like standardly, I think, yeah, standardly across the board, three months probation. In that time, we'll see with, you know, if we're right fit kind of thing. And then if you pass, then you become a fresh strawberry. If you don't, then you don't kind of thing. Especially when you're in the service industry, you're essentially selling your system or you're selling the people, right? Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, 100%. That's, that's, that's what you're selling. So it's a very, it's not a tangible thing, no, right? You. So everyone needs to be in that kind of like unison. It's almost like you're rowing a boat, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You get that rhythm and stuff and those things really help. And you, you need to have people that can work in that rhythm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that no one can have an opinion. I'm all for that. I always listen. I don't necessarily always agree with you, but I always listen because yeah. what you're saying might not, be relevant now but it might be relevant later um my dad always said you know take learn from everyone like it doesn't matter how old or young they are just learn from everyone and i think it's very true about that but i think um to have people that are too disruptive especially when you're small can be 
um, problematic. You're very problematic. I think you can have that if you're in a larger company. It kind of doesn't necessarily affect things as much. Yeah, have you heard the expression where they go, "If five of us are all the same,、mm-hmm. then four of us are redundant." <laughs> you know,、mm. but I get for you. I mean, you need to be all in unison. I love、yeah. that analogy of rowing the boat.、Mm-hmm. So I have people in the team who、um, there's one person. At the moment, that's probably very similar to me.、Right. Do you know what I mean? Just in terms, they don't do the same type of work I do. Obviously, they they do something completely different, almost like other end of the spectrum, but personality-wise, very very similar.、Right. Like in terms of the level of passion to work, and like maybe almost like when things aren't going right, displaying that passion, all that kind of thing. That's the only person that's similar to me. Right, Everybody else, they're not they're not the same. Type of person, but there's a, a shared value. Yes, the shared value. Do you know、yeah. what I mean? So, I guess maybe I don't really care if someone has a different opinion. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. But if that doesn't go the direction we're going, are you able to still go that direction? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's some people that are just no, just walls. Do you know what I mean?、Yeah. Like <laughs> all the time, and that's when it becomes unhelpful.、Okay. I don't know whether we've painted a. No, we have. I feel we have. We've painted a far enough picture. But how can you define yourself to say, you know what, I'm an entrepreneur because I've got these attributes, or to be honest with you, I'm better off working within an established. Um, I think it's hard. It's really hard to say without trying it. But I do think you have to be honest with yourself. You know what? I always <laughs> <laughs> I say this to to my team, yeah. And I know sometimes they think <laughs> I mean it in a way, but um. But I will outwork all of them. Like I, I will and I can <laughs> outwork all of them. There's nothing in this business, apart from like I don't know, graphic design, that I haven't done myself before or I'm not prepared to do. If I don't know something, I will learn. I will find the answer or try and get it from someone or whatever. But like, you have to to be an entrepreneur. You have to be like such a force. You have to have. To a certain extent, you have to have a certain level of ego. You have to have a, a level of confidence, and also the understanding. As I said before, this this position is very lonely. Do you know what I mean? And being okay with that, to know that some of your decisions that you're making, that not everyone's going to understand, only you will understand. You won't be able to communicate it, and that is. I know it sounds a bit <laughs> surface almost, but I think that is fundamentally. What kind of makes you an entrepreneur? You've got to be more focused than everybody else in your team. Your team, like you really, you really have to be,、um, and just go an extra mile. If that means you know you have another night where you're only having a couple of hours sleep, like kind of thing. Like, what's going to drive you to do that? If you're just working for a company, you might not. You might just roll over、yeah. and just go to sleep, but if you know that the buck stops with you, you know what I mean you're responsible. Because they say like if you're in charge, you're responsible for the good, you're responsible for the bad too, right?、Um, so if we all mess up, it's my fault. But I kind of take that responsibility on, like I really do. Like I don't expect,、um, I don't expect that from my staff because they're working for me,、yeah. not the other way around. So okay, brilliant. Yeah. Is there anything that you think I've overlooked and haven't asked you regarding how people can start, set up, what they should consider?、Um, oh, okay. I would say that 
Uh, you need to make money. <laughs> okay. I think that we're in this weird era right now. Yeah. There's a couple of things that are happening. There's a lot of people calling themselves entrepreneurs and they're not entrepreneurs. There's a lot of people just going through this whole, what do you call it? This funding process um, and getting money for their businesses and losing a lot of money. Mm. Um, and, and very early on in their careers as well, kind of thing. And I think... You know, it's very easy to lose someone else's money. It's probably the easiest thing in the world. It really is. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Or spend it or whatever yeah. kind of thing. But like, I, I think personally, yeah. a true entrepreneur builds the wealth themselves and spends their own money. That's what I think. Right. Um, and I know not everyone agrees with that, but I think until you do that, there needs to be another name for it. You can't really call yourself an entrepreneur. Okay. <laughs> now, before I ask people how they can find you and when they do find you, what they you want them to do, be it a client or be it potentially a new employee or whatever, mm-hmm. I do normally have light fire questions. Okay. So if sure. you can do a TED Talk yeah. on anything but your actual profession, yeah. what, you do, what would it be on? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, what would it be on? Probably about uh, surviving against adversity. <laughs> Sure, sure. If you had your last five pounds, mm-hmm. what would you spend it on? Internet connection or something? <laughs> five pounds internet connection? Yeah, Where's that know. coming from? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. You have to do last money, you will probably go on Wi Fi. Yeah. <laughs> the needs. <laughs> we must have like it. That. Yeah. Okay. And because it's black ticklet, which is black action articulate, mm-hmm. what is a word that you don't like that jars you, irks you, makes you. Like, Maybe cringe. Oh, do you know, only because I can't say it probably and I can't say a lot of words. I have to think about specific. Specific. Yeah. (laughs) I do not say it properly. Yeah. And every single time it annoys me. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Got you. So you've been amazing, Shadow. You really have. And I'm really grateful. Now, how can we find you? Um, your socials, your web, anything you want us to do when we do find you? Sure. I'm just um, Shadow Salami on all social platforms. And our company website is freshstrawberry.co.uk. Or you can just email me, my name, at freshstrawberry.co.uk. Yeah, brilliant. And guys, as always, I'll put that in the show notes so you can actually get in touch. Just simply click on the link. As always, there wasn't anything I didn't ask Shadow, and I should have asked Shadow. Get at me, guys. You know, I'm trying to be accountable. <laughs> Make sure I give you guys the best quality content always. So once again, thanks very much for listening cool, to another thanks episode. For being and, uh, yeah. Allow me to be <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, take care. Bye. Hey, guys. We'd love to know what your thoughts are, what you think about the episode. So please do leave us a comment on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. And if you are somebody who does what our guest does and there were things that we didn't cover or perhaps you might have a different perspective on how to get into the industry, how to sustain it, how to thrive in it, how to kill it, then please get in touch too. Now, how do you get in touch? Well, you can reach us via email on contact at blackticulate.com or any of the major social media platforms. It is simply Blackticulate. So we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, SoundCloud, Give us feedback, help us grow, help us be accountable to you so the quality is always better, better, better. You guys are the best. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you in another episode of Black Ticulate. Hey. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 